0: Yo 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 yo! What is going on, legendary family? This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Excited to have uh, a good mate from down under on the show. That was that was the dad joke of the uh, of the hour. Sorry, I had to get one in. Um, if you guys are uh, if you guys are ready to rock, I am too. Okay, I'm. Let's jump into this. Let's get this done. As you guys can see, 19 year old Australian uses multiple business models to build his online business. With that being said, let's welcome to the show Ryan. Left. R- give me your last name, Ryan. This is Ryan, embarrassing. I get this a lot. Ryan Lee Vicaro.
1: That's my name, man.
0: Okay, I'm just you know I'm just such a layman extra construction ex 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 worker you know can i yeah. just call you can we let's just go with ryan and then we're let's gonna go get yeah back, ryan let's just get yeah, right wow. brother welcome to the show <laughs> thank you thank you for having me are you currently
1: calling in from australia i am yeah so it's like midnight for me right now oh my gosh <laughs> you look you look awake though that's good oh yeah i'm a, I'm a night
0: owl so it, it works out so uh we're going to be talking about your journey through kind of Amazon and drop shipping and then eventually yeah. to affiliate marketing um, tell t- t- Tell us take us back and and uh sh- you know kind of take us through that journey, kind of the milestones in a nutshell, and what eventually led you to legendary
1: Yeah, so uh, pretty much I didn't focus or I didn't give a go anything when it comes to online business at all until about May of last year, um, before then I was just, you know, living the expected lifestyle, working full time, uh, you know, and then COVID hit, lost it. Um, and I was basically just left confused because before that I was, I was thinking about online business for a really, really long time, but never really gave it a go. Yeah. Um, so then I figured, okay, I got no job. I'm not really doing anything. Might as well try it. You ever seen um, that
0: movie Friday? It's an American movie. The, I yeah, haven't. No. He's like, he's like, you ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. And basically he was implying he was implying that they're going to get high that night.
1: <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Well, that, I didn't do that. Um, Good for you. <laughs> yeah. For you. But I just, yeah, I figured I better not just sit on my ass, do nothing. Might just, I've been thinking about it a while. Might as well give it a go. That's when I uh, got introduced to e-commerce, uh, tried it for months on end failed for months on end, lost quite a bit of money. Uh, but eventually I was able to make it work. I did join a course that helped me out a little bit, then a bunch of research, research, research. Um, that's been going well for the past five, six months. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to automate it a little bit. So I decided to expand. Um, and then I found affiliate marketing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give this a go because I know it's possible with free traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just through a quick Google search, I found, fifteen day challenge, and then that's pretty much how I got started.
0: Wow, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. That's you literally. Actually, it? You're a result of of good old SEO marketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't um, I didn't find your course through an affiliate. Like, I just searched it up, and then you were there. I'm like, okay. So
0: we're ranking for some stuff. That's pretty gangster. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. Okay. So I mean, what is the difference to you besides um, you know, between like drop shipping and Amazon and now affiliate marketing?
1: Uh well, Amazon actually never never gave a go because I want um I I just through research found that it might be a little bit more difficult for me in Australia to do that compared to start my own thing. So I started out with Shopify, uh pretty much doing what everybody else was doing, fulfilling from Aliexpress, getting agents, doing all that stuff. And I think the main difference here is that, um, with affiliate marketing, I what well, at the same time, I can build my personal brand, which isn't really something I was doing with dropshipping. I'm trying to build a store, uh, all this other extra stuff. Um, and I think looking back in hindsight, I think affiliate marketing would have been the easier choice for me to go with as a beginner, mm. uh, Cause I didn't have to set up all these sort of logistics and all that. There's really not too much that I have to do to start this. Um, yeah, I think that would be the main difference that I wish I knew last year, but you know,
0: so you say personal brand, explain mm. what personal brand is for those that, that are, um, new and also why you think that building a per- what, what do you think the advantages are and why do you think it's important to build a
1: personal brand? Sure. So when it comes to your personal brand, i to just sum it up briefly. It pretty much means putting your name out there, um, throughout social media. So you're known and basically building up a loyal following, a loyal community of people that know your name and, and trust your content. And I think that that alone, having a community that trusts you is very, very valuable. And you could leverage them in so many, so many ways, including, Uh, promoting products as an affiliate or even through dropshipping having a store and you could promote it through promote your store through your audience i think it's one of the most powerful assets you could have and um yeah that's the main difference that i found between doing this and dropshipping because it's not something i was doing before but now having done it i can see how powerful it is and it's something that i want to continue
0: well I don't really have to explain much with words because for all of you who are here watching the show and within this community, I've sort of built a personal brand within this company. Right. So, so, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of right in front, you know, sometimes the aha light bulb moments are sort of staring us right in the face and sometimes we just, we just miss them. Um, So the power of building a personal brand in the in the affiliate marketing slash selling information industry um, uh, is that, you know, eventually, as you move from not only doing affiliate marketing, but if you want to sell your own courses and coaching and do events or virtual events, That it's, it's a lot easier because you've already established, like people trust you. And then if you're going to be the one who's going to be delivering the information, or at least in some way marketing or selling the information, uh, then, then it, then it's a lot easier. Right. Yeah. And and here at legendary, I've done two, I've sold information two ways. I've both, both marketing and sold and then been the one who's delivered the training, but also been the one who's brokered the training out, essentially, to other people. So that's another thing for you guys to kind of think about is that these skills, these skills don't always, uh, these skills open up lots of opportunity because if you have the marketing skills, if eventually you wanted to partner with somebody who might who their strength might be delivering the information or doing the training then then uh you bring your skill sets they bring their skill sets and it can be a, a beautiful match made in heaven you were kind of smiling there a little bit what's coming up for you
1: oh i am just you know I'm just listening to what you say agreeing with you pretty much um yeah yeah that's really it man <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah i mean personal brands it's a it's a, i didn't really expect to think about i didn't expect to talk about that with you but i think mm. that it's such an under it's such an under um it's it's a it's not talked about enough and i don't think we even talk about it enough because when people come in and they're new we we kind of present affiliate marketing like and we even not just even with affiliate marketing we say hey look you can have your own personal brand and you can be the spokesperson or you can actually go out there and find like royalty-free images, yeah. or you you know what I mean, and kind of build a pen name around even a face that that of a of a person that you've bought their royalty-free image off of like I stock Photo or whatever, and or you could even create content on like a channel like TikTok that never shows your face and it more is like a success for entrepreneurs type, yeah, yeah. Thing. you know what I mean, like you yeah, see yeah, yeah. on Instagram and stuff, but. What I hear you saying is is that the opportunity to build that personal brand and then and then combine it, marry it, with affiliate marketing, so you could focus a hundred percent on building your personal brand, and you already had products and sales funnels and marketing that was ready to go that you could just send traffic to, was sort of a match made in heaven for you in your goals here in the future. Is that what I'm hearing, though?
1: Absolutely, yeah, that's a hundred percent right, and. I was fully aware that I could have gone and used royalty free images, uh, text, and built some sort of pen name. Uh, I've seen people do it, but the reason I chose to really put my name and my face out there is I think that there is that little extra that um, viewers will get with, it feels a lot more personal when it's coming from, you know, me, a person. Mm. And yeah, I just, I'd much rather have that sort of personal connection with my viewers, with my community, so that I can build, at least in my opinion, a lot more valuable trust uh, mm-hmm. that I can also combine with my e-commerce ventures, affiliate marketing, all this other stuff that I'm going to do.
0: Mm-hmm. So tri- pivoting here a little bit, y- we yep. asked you in your, uh, in your questionnaire, uh, <laughs> you know, what are you getting results with? And you were kind of like, my results come from consistency. I always preach to my followers and students um, that – that failure
1: is a prerequisite to success. What do you mean by that? Uh, It's failure is a prerequisite to success. Yeah, that is something I preach very, very hard. Um, And it's basically just through my experience because when I was doing e-com, I didn't just get results like that straight away. My money is made now through e-com and now affiliate marketing as well, but it wasn't always like that. The first... 6 months maybe even longer than that of me doing ecom was horrible uh i was losing money consistently the days that i did make money uh maybe a week later it would lose i'd lose it again it was super super uh inconsistent and i think that people when they think of uh, side hustles for like ecom they expect the, they expect the best, they expect to be able to try it for a week, a month. And then just, you know, they make it happen. They make some money and then live off it like that. I never really went into it with that sort of mindset. Uh, I went knowing that, look, if realistically I'm starting a business and this takes investment, this takes dedication, this takes failure. And, um, I think knowing that going in, you will be a lot more prepared for the challenges that you'll inevitably face. Mm. So that uh you can whatever you do face, them, you can take a step back, you can overcome it, you just keep going. Um, and as you get better and better, you just get better every day, and then eventually yeah, you make it work. Because yeah, that's that's basically what I mean by that. Because um, uh, these sort of things, you know, they're not get rich quick sort of stuff like people claim it is, it's actually it takes hard work, and that's something that I want people to be aware of if this is something they're thinking of getting into.
0: Are you 19?
1: I'm 19, yeah.
0: Really impressive. Oh, thank you. <laughs> did you decide to go to, as you guys call it there in Australia, uni? Or are you not going to any, any, any uh, college slash uni? Um, I,
1: did, I did go to uni uh, like directly after high school for uh, media production because it's something that, uh, like, I was interested in it, and it's something that I found fun, but it wasn't something I wanted to do as a career. Uh, I only did a very, very short degree. I got my diploma, and I was lucky enough to find a full-time job in the field. But as you know, COVID lost it. Mm. Uh, and then this is when I started this thing, which I kind of like. I like running my own show.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. I I I think it's very wise that you at 19 and this early on have have discovered and realized that failure is a, is a, as you call it a prerequisite for success and that, the way in which you, you, you look at that and you can either, of course, look at it like there's something wrong with you and you're destined for failure and look at it as glass (laughs) half empty, right? Yeah. Or you can take the learning lessons from it and, and kind of like hot stove, don't touch that again type thing. Why do you think so many people, man, as a young person who is not too far away from your childhood, I mean, certainly a lot closer than somebody who's 40, 50, 60, a lot closer Uh than me, why do you think so many people are? Uh, why do you think so many people interpret their failures as like um, differently than you do? Why do you think that they don't? Why do you think that they 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 allow their failures to become this sort of perpetual, um, uh, you know, your th- this sort of perpetual kind of re reoccurring, um, uh, cycle to where you try something and then you're, you know, you, you, you just continue that same cycle and and then all of a sudden Mm. everything becomes this sort of pessimistic and then they become pessimistic over the, over their life. Why, why do you think so many people interpret
1: failure differently than you do? Right? Uh, So in general, uh, obviously it could come down to a lot of factors. It could just come down to the way they were brought up um, lessons. They were taught while young. Uh, These sort of things can influence the way a person thinks when they're mature. Uh, But when it comes to things like online business or e-commerce, I think that there's a, uh, it heavily skews towards the way it's presented Mm. by, uh, through social media, by people who are currently doing it. Uh, I can't tell you how many TikToks or YouTube videos or any sort of content I've seen preaching about doing these things and not going over the actual challenges that are that come with it. Uh, they make it look really, really easy. They just, for example, with ecom, find a product, build a store, run ads, make sales. It's it doesn't work that way. Nothing is that simple. Uh, I know because I've tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because it's presented to be that easy, when people try it and they encounter their first like mini problem, they they get scared and and they just drop off. I think that's, and that happens to a lot of people because for example, there's people who aren't into business, maybe that they just wanted to do it on the side and then the the problems they encounter, they're like, okay, it's not worth it. Then they drop off. There's a lot of people like that. And I think that's why the um, overall idea of Ecom affiliate marketing, the, the whole concept of it is thought to be a scam or something that's not worth it, uh, not a legitimate business, mm. uh, and I think that's that's the main reason why people expect too much and then drop off when they don't get it because just yeah. simply because of the way it's presented, yeah, um, and that's something I try to change at least with my personal brand. When I talk about it, I try to mention like, okay, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. Um, because if you, you know, feel
0: that talking about that stuff creates more trust with your followers, do you think that, that 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 increases sales or do you think
1: that presenting the full story hurts sales? Oh, no, 100%, I think it builds more trust. I think um let's say if I were running a uh like a coaching program, I think the the idea of being transparent and and honest Uh, maybe it'll give you less leads, but it will give you more high quality leads, which means less refunds. And I think that's more important. Um, I could go on TikTok and say, okay, yeah, it's this easy. Um, maybe a lot of people buy, they face their first challenge, they, they give up, or I could be like, okay, um, this is what's possible. This is what's required to reach that result. Um, and I think the fact that I'm just being that transparent about it creates a lot more trust and will bring in client leads Mm. that are actually uh, dedicated to the the process of learning Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think that's a lot more important so yeah in short answer yes i think it's uh, a lot better to be honest and transparent with your content
0: yeah and 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 by just to be clear in case you just logged on to, to to be honest and clear about the challenges about the difficulty, about the fact that nothing's that simple, about the fact that you can and should expect challenges. 100%. Not not be shocked and surprised.
1: 100%. Yeah. Right? And, and,
0: yes. And, and part of that is our responsibility. And I think this is another piece that I'm interested to get your take on is that if we want to be entrepreneurs, there is an element of us taking Ridiculous responsibility because the buck stops with us. Okay. So if I'm gonna buy something, and this is this is something that I hear sometimes, well, the marketer or the salesperson got me excited, right? Well, okay. And are you would you do you consider yourself insane, unable to make (laughs) decisions for yourself? Do you do you consider yourself infantile, not able to, you know, ultimately have the last say about things in your life? right because we right. have to make a decision do we want to be helpless do we want to be victims or do we want to be you know do we want to be powerless or do we want to be powerful
1: exactly exactly right, right. we have
0: yeah. that we have that choice right and and, yeah. and there's a difference like like i i i'm from 12 step recovery overcoming drug addiction and and the first step is Admit that you're powerless over your addiction and that your life has become unmanageable. It's not power. You're not powerless until you put it in your system. As long as it's out of my system, I'm powerful over it. Yeah. So, so the, the same thing applies in life. I got to make a decision whether I want to be powerless, whether I want to be the victim or whether I want to be powerful and I want to be the victor of my life. And exactly. I think that it's a simple, it's as simple as that. Now it's a complicated decision because it's like, oh, do I really want to be totally responsible? It's there, there's some comfort in being the victim. There's some comfort in it not being yeah. my fault. You know, I, I can kind of take mental comfort in that, that man, if, if, if there were only good, honest people out here in the world and I didn't <sighs> keep getting screwed over, then I, right. And it's like, yeah. Yes. That's a comfortable story that you've told yourself. And and a lot of people tell themselves that, and it helps them not take responsibility because taking hmm. responsibility is hard. It's difficult oh, yeah. to look myself in the mirror and say, it's you, baby boy. It's you. It's you who needs to level up. So how do you, how do you, um, you know how do you how do you deal with that? How do you think about that? Was there a time where you raised to to take responsibility? What, what, did you have to make that transition now into entrepreneurship and be more diligent about it?
1: Uh, I, I don't think I was raised uh, in any sort of way that would be considered special or unique. I think I was raised in a fairly normal um, situation. And I wasn't, I didn't always look at business the way that I do now. When I started e I kind of was a, I kind of did have a victim mindset. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm going to make this work. And if it doesn't work, you know, I got tricked or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's something that I learned to outgrow through reading. Because when I failed, uh multiple, multiple times, reading was something that I did in my spare time. And that's something that helped me sort of understand, uh okay look, I started a business. Yes, this might've been inspired by some video of a guru or something, but ultimately I made the decision to start and now it's my responsibility to keep at it and finish what I started and all mistakes I make along the way. Uh, it's not because I wasn't told or whatever. It's just because I didn't put in the effort to prepare myself for what I got into. And that's entirely my fault. Um, And that's the same mindset I went into with affiliate marketing. And I think that's why I was able to do this well this soon. Mm. Um, Had I thought that it was just going to be boom, 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 like people say it will be, uh, I probably wouldn't have tried it for longer than a week. Mm. But since I did have that mindset already from my ventures in econ, uh, I was able to make it work. And I, I was fully prepared for all the challenges I faced. And when I did, I'm like, okay, instead of, Crying about it or getting stuck. I just immediately went into problem solving mode, problem solving mode, problem sol- solving mode, uh, and then just got it done. And yeah. that's, I think that's one of the uh, most important mindsets that you can have because it makes you more uh, tenacious, it makes you more hardworking, and you just, if it makes you just solve problems quicker, which is why you can just, yeah, you're prepared for anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, so I, I heard a, a word there that stood out like a, just a sore thumb. It was a beautiful word and it was, it was, a, I think it was a major key uh-huh. to us being successful. Okay. And it's that word outgrow, Right, outgrow. I had to outgrow some of what, what. Can you speak more about that word? I mean as a 19-year-old guy, there's there's a lot of people who are much older on this show that it, that 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 also um and speaking as a 37-year-old man myself, there I'm still outgrowing things. I'm <laughs> right, still in and and my hope is is that at 50, 60, 70 I'm also still outgrowing things. How how much do you think that that word applies to entrepreneurship? From both a perspective of me just growing up as a person, me emotionally growing up, like emotionally growing myself up, also me outgrowing things that may have been uh, relevant or useful at the beginning of my business that weren't that aren't going to be useful now as I move from one figure to two figures, two figures, right. yeah, figures, four figures to. Talk about that 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 idea of outgrowing things.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think throughout your journey with your um whatever you decide to do, I think outgrowing uh or growing is an essential part. Cause when you you know, when you start you're brand new and the mindset you have, it's not let's be honest, it's not the mindset that you want forever. Mm. Uh when I started, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make money quick. Um all, all this other unrealistic stuff, and that's something that, looking back now, I just look at myself when I started. I'm like, okay, you're kind of an idiot. Um, and I think it's important to uh, learn every single day uh, throughout your your journey. I think in those, there's one book I read where um, your goal should be should be to get one percent better every single day because that one percent will compound. And then your sort of, your productivity and your, basically your outlook on on your business and life itself will so, will just do this and just keep going up and up and up. Mm. And that's something that I try to do every day. And I do that through, uh, when I do my work, any sort of issue I come across, I, I analyze it and I'm like, okay, how can this be avoided next time? Mm. Uh, I, I read in my spare time. I do all these little things to make sure that I'm improving every day, which is, exactly what what you want you don't want to um like you don't want to look back on yesterday and say that you could have done better because if you could have then you should have so that's sort of the mindset i i um have towards business and all that and i think yeah outgrowing your your previous self every single day is exactly what you want
0: Mm. wow that's a good that's a very well put it's yeah. amazing that, that this is a transformation that's happened for you in how long? About a year to where you've uh, yeah, Yeah,
1: cl- close, close to a year now, I think.
0: I mean, I would say that <laughs> what you're saying here, I believe, because – of your, of your journey over the past year going from being somebody who, if it, if whatever you were doing didn't work out, you, you had the mentality at first of, Oh, I got tricked or scammed or whatever. It's somebody other oh, out to get me darn gurus yeah. and all this stuff. And now yeah, yeah. like you've, you, you just, you've gone from consumer to creator, man. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I just, I, um, I don't know the way I sort of think about things now, it's just uh even though it's hard like it's really hard the process of all this i run into challenges every single day uh headaches constantly but the way i think about it is that look i'm going through all this struggle might as well get something out of it so that simple sentence you just okay just get over it keep going because it pays off like it has to pay off i'll make it pay off Um, and also this uh just adding this all the comments i'm getting on the (laughs) the stream. I appreciate all of them. They're saying really, really nice things. So, uh, and I just wanted to address that. So thank you. Uh, That's making me real smile real big. So uh, yeah. Great, man. Well, you know,
0: they, yeah. Awesome. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're getting value back from this, from, from the audience because I can can tell you they're getting an incredible amount of value from, from you today. And I think you're going to have new fans and followers and, people in your network who are going to be looking forward to continue to learn from you that would be nice yeah what you've mentioned reading a couple of times what are some of how do you approach reading where does it fit into your daily routine and what are some of the books that you've read that have helped
1: okay um i like to fit in reading it's kind of a little bit inconsistent uh but basically my schedule is wake up gym eat and then just do my work and my reading goes in uh whenever i have a writer's block or if i feel a little bit overwhelmed but with the type of work that i'm doing and i just think that i need a break mm. that's when i go pick up a book and read and that book could be anything from a, a mindset book to a marketing book to a you know a business theme book um and that's w- sort of where i fit in reading also a little bit before i sleep as well that's where i like to fit it in uh, and on weekends where i take breaks i like to read on weekends too
0: um, so
1: yeah you
0: don't so you're saying that when you're you run into a wall writer's block idea block or you're just feeling tired or or before bed you're saying that you don't
1: pick up your phone
0: and scroll through social media i mean you oh you, like well f-
1: i'm gonna be honest i like, uh, yes i do do that cuz i think everybody does it. it's it's like Built are into you, you now.
0: Yeah. Are you a, what? What I, well, I guess you see where I'm going with that. You, I think. I think. Um, so, how do you balance? How do you balance reading and getting away from screens, mm. with also being, you know, doing what we all do, which is, which is, which is kind of surf the internet and scroll yeah. various yeah. platforms. How do you balance
1: those two pieces? Right. So uh, I'm not going to pretend like I never scroll on the internet and all that. All that. I think I accidentally do it all the time. Uh, but it's just the matter of making it a habit over a period of a month or so. Um, mm. And you, re- it's a mental challenge. You really have to force yourself to put your phone down because it's very hard, mm. uh, especially if you've already made it a habit to scroll on your phone. Mm. So it's really just one day you just make a decision. You're like, okay, this point forward, I'm going to make a change. And you have to stay dedicated to that, uh, for as long as possible, pretty much. Mm. Uh, and then from that day forward, uh, whenever I do go to read, I just, uh, I put my, phone, I put my phone down anywhere in the house. And then I go read outside in the, in the backyard. Nice. Uh, yeah. Same thing when I'm working. I, sometimes when I work, I like to put my phone in a different room. So that when I do hit a wall or a writer's block, the closest thing to me is a book and not my phone. Uh, little things like that that help it make more convenient for you to pick up a book instead of your phone can help, yeah, uh, especially after you've made the decision to make that commitment. So those little things, I think really helped me make it a habit. Um, and even now, sometimes I still pick up my phone like it's a thing, but sure. sure. Um, yeah, those are the little things that help me do it.
0: And that's totally normal. I I just, um, I think it's valuable. Some of the tips and things that you just gave in terms of the separation and the boundaries around different rooms and stuff. So Mm. are there any books that you've read that have been particularly impactful to your mindset or how you think about entrepreneurship?
1: Uh, yeah. So I think the first mindset book that I read was the, I think it was called the power of positive thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. Uh, very like, incredible book. It helped me, like, sort of basically change my entire outlook on uh, my business and life as a whole. It's quite, um, it is quite religious, but still brings up very good points on how you should think, uh, brings up uh, little, little sort of hacks that you can do to train your brain to always be inspired or motivated um, and to just get to work. So I think that was one book that transformed. Uh, my mindset. Uh, and then there was another one called the, the Magic of Thinking Big. That was another one that I really enjoyed. Mm.
0: Um,
1: and then a handful full more as well. Uh, mostly the type of books I read now are are business related. Like the one I'm reading right now is called cash Cashvertising. It's all about direct response marketing, how to get a prospect to just uh, re- read your content, take action straight away. And re- I'm only a little bit through the book, but it's it's great so far.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I've read yeah. that. I've read that. I've read a lot of the old school direct
1: response marketing. Yeah. Books. Yeah. Cause I, I think problem. that's an essential skill. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I
0: have a, I have a comprehension problem. Uh, mm-hmm. I've always had it. So um, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm reading sometimes I have to read something like two and three times to kind of really comprehend oh, it. I, I have that too. So one thing that helps me is, is, uh grabbing the audiobook and then going on walks because oh. if if I'm easily distracted, if I'm easily distract if I'm reading and there's any distractions around me, then I I can start thinking about that and then I but I'm still reading and then I realize yeah. I haven't comprehended what I just read, you know. Right. And I'm yeah. telling you man, that's been something that's plagued me. I'm I'm ADD to the tilt, right? Like, yeah. so it's been something that's, that's, that's been a problem for my, my entire life. So yeah, I, I, uh, I try to, for me personally, I try to combine exercise with reading, listening to books. And, uh, if I'm, if I'm feeling real strong, I'll even put a, um, a weighted vest on and, right. okay. uh, and I'll go on a walk and, and I've got this little Trip, this little path that I take, it's about two and a half miles. It usually takes me about an hour to walk.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's, it's one of my favorite like things to do. It's like a simple thing. And now, sometimes I'll also, and I wonder your perspective on this. Yeah. Sometimes I also just like to walk in quiet. And I like to spend time just thinking and clearing my head. And I think mm-hmm. that nowadays there's so much noise And there's so many different ideas and we always think that we're missing something or need to hear. And then what happens is we just, before you know it, we've got everybody else's ideas and everybody else's opinions and everybody else's words in our head. And we get disconnected from our own authentic identity and our own creativity. What's coming up for you as I say that, and how do you stay connected to your true self in this game?
1: I, I relate to that a hundred percent, man. Uh, there are moments where even today, actually I'm doing my, my thing, I'm working on my business and then my mind just goes like I have a complete, uh, suddenly I just get disconnected from everything I'm doing and get overwhelmed either by the amount of stuff that I need to do or like you said, other people's opinions. Uh, did I make the right decision doing this and this, and this it's a lot, man. And, when I, when I do that, um, like I said, I like to read when I hit a point like that, or there are times where I just like to go sit somewhere and just do nothing, um, either on the floor somewhere in my bed, whatever. And just five, 10 minutes, just try my best to clear my mind. Yeah, uh, that is something that I actually read about in the, the book I mentioned earlier, but I think it's necessary, man, cause your, your brain is just, constantly working all the time throughout the day uh because you work very very long hours it's very easy to get exhausted and and overwhelmed with all your thoughts so yeah man i i relate to that 100 percent. and what i've been doing to address it is just taking those those short breaks throughout the day Uh, i like to do it by default in the morning as well and before i go to sleep yeah uh yeah i think fitting in those little i guess you could call them meditation breaks where you just Breathe slow. Drink some water. Have, clear your mind. I think those are very, very necessary if you're gonna pursue something like e comm or affiliate marketing. Because yeah, yeah, this it's a lot, man.
0: Right, man. It's I think it's I think it's mandatory. And like, oh, I love love to smoke cigars. Like it's okay. like oh my god. I just if I could smoke a cigar like. And if it was healthy for me to smoke two cigars a day, I would. You know what I mean? Yeah, gotcha. Like, like even three cigars, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, I just love a good cigar. (laughs) But it's, but it's, you know what it is, man. It's less about the cigar and it's more about the relaxation.
1: Yeah, definitely. And
0: for me, it's just, and so I personally don't enjoy smoking, you know, morning or night. It, I, yeah. I, or excuse me, morning or daytime, I, 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 I prefer it at night and it's a way that I decompress, but I don't do that every night. So usually when I take my walks, like I just described is at night and, mm-hmm. and sometimes I take them during the day too. Like yesterday I took one, uh, I walked from, from my, this workhouse that I work out of over to my primary house that I live in. And okay. that that was a nice little walk, you know, and I should do that more often. My my wife is home with our son and I just kind of walked walked over there. It wasn't it's not that far. Um but but for me, you know, meditation doesn't come easy for me like sitting and just, you know, zoning out. <laughs> yeah. It, it just it's not an easy thing for me to do, man. You know gotcha, what I mean? yeah. like, not uh, practice. i'm not super practiced at it and i'd like to sit here and say i'm this meditation guru but the truth is is that i'm not like i it's it's hard it's a it's a practice skill and it's not a muscle i work out enough you know what i mean but the muscle that i do work out a lot is the going on walks and sort of clearing my head and um and and it just it, you know what i found ryan is that the challenge for me is not finding more information in in getting new ideas i have enough ideas man i got okay. I, yeah I, i'm sure I, yeah i got enough ideas and most of us do um it's that we need to clear out the noise and connect back with our authentic self our own creative ideas <sighs> we need to tap into our own personality and we need to come up with original stuff original ideas you know i mean yeah, there's kind of definitely. a a basic template of stuff we can talk about in content and there's a basic template of thing of of ways to structure a sales letter and all these things are already predetermined they're they're kind of templates it's not once you kind of understand what the template is now the question is is what am i going to put in the template and if you just are constantly putting everybody else's ingredients inside of your template, yeah. you're never really baking your own cake, man. You're never yeah, really yeah. connecting to your own self. So you just sound like everybody else. And, exactly. and then it's also, a, you get into this comparisonitis because you're like, well, I don't like the way I sound. And it's because you tried to be him or her over there. And of course they do them better than you can do them. Right. So, mm it's kind of like, it's, 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 it's like this impossible thing we try to achieve of sounding like other people when we could never be them better than they or Yeah, them. We can yeah. only be us. And, and so that's just like in my, in my most recent years of life and in business, that's been the thing that I've done more than ever. Like at the beginning of my career, I read a lot of books and I, I did a lot of kind of, you know, I was a learning addict and it was always a new thing and all this and now I've got just a couple of places that I seek information and, and the rest of the time is really spent trying to connect back to my authentic self and my own ideas and my own creativity. And I just, yeah. that's a part of the growing phase. 100%. That yes. I, don't think that that, I don't think that that's gotta be true for everybody. I just, that's my,
1: that's kind of been what my journeys look like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, honestly that happens to me all the time and that's actually a very common cause of uh, like writer's block or hitting a wall just the the overwhelming thoughts of comparing myself to other people um, for example in the in the world of ecom uh, i I have uh, I know people who do ecom as well and sometimes they say oh wow this product with this marketing strategy it worked really really well or Uh, Maybe another person will say the same thing about a different product, different strategy. And then just hearing that. And then when I do my own thing in the back of my head, I'm like, hmm, maybe I should try that, leverage that, make it work for me. Um, Or in the case of affiliate marketing, I see, let's say with TikTok, I see content that absolutely blew up. And I'm like, okay, maybe I should recreate that myself and see if I can make it work for myself. And then all these things, they add up and it just leaves me stuck. Yeah. Uh, and then, like I've got, I've got the, a little uh, collection of quotes that I sort of live by. And then one of them is actually extremely relevant to this uh, this conversation. The quote was, I forgot who it was by, but it was, "Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today." And then when I, just when I say that in my head, I'm like, okay, relax. That's something I say when I do my little break things. But when I say that, uh, it helps me. Remember okay i'm my own person i don't need to live up to anybody else's expectation or or i don't need to replicate anybody else's results because reality is i can't yeah. um, and i that's not something I should want to do in the first place I should be able to um, I should want to be original create my own content um, and build a you know build success for myself um that came from me if that makes sense uh yeah yeah i mean all the
0: i'm i'm not saying and i in my perspective is not that there's not you can't be successful being a generic knockoff because Mm. that is that is a business model that is very successful you know what i mean oh yeah yeah for sure like like you can be a knockoff of somebody else but I think Bill. I think affiliate marketing and doing and doing information marketing the way that we teach here at Legendary allows you to kind of do both. Like you, exactly. can, do, you yeah. can use the best of both worlds. You can use things that already worked. You know you can yeah. use things and like for example, if like you're building a TikTok, uh, that's a traffic source that you're building then it's like, okay, I'm going to limit my research today to 10 minutes. Um, If I want to recreate a video that somebody else did and I want to do it in my own words, then that's fine. But I'm only going to spend 10 minutes researching. I'm not going to spend endless hours looking at other people's content until yeah, exactly. until I get until I get to the point to where I just feel like I there's no way I could ever measure up. I'm gonna have a clear boundary, uh, and then I'm gonna create that piece of content, and then I'm gonna be done looking at other people's stuff. Yeah. Now I'm gonna pivot into creating something of my own because I gotta work that muscle. If yes, I don't yes. work that muscle, if I don't work that that authentic and um, and create my own identity, find my own voice in my business, then. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to like not know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I'm going to always feel lost because I have no sense of direction. I have no sense of who I am. And I think this is a big common issue with people in life too. Like, like they're always like giving advice. I I listened to Lewis Howes the other day okay, and and, and he just a, a quick little, a quick little quote that he had was he said, I would never ask anybody for advice he said instead what i would do is i would ask somebody i'm so or i would say to somebody i'm so inspired by your success i'm so insp- would you tell me your success story talk about some of the challenges you've had to overcome and he said that by 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 asking questions like that it allows him to n- like never ask for advice like yeah but but he gets all the answers because people love to talk about their success And I, and the, and the reason why I say that is because I think that so many people, humans just in in general in life are so addicted to everybody else doing the thinking for them. And and it's just, it's a self-esteem thing, right? It's a self-esteem thing. That's why I say that the bedrock of success is self-esteem because at a certain point, like in my life, I had to. I had to grow myself up and I had to be willing to take responsibility for outcomes and say, okay, I'm going to really think about this situation and think what if I could ask nobody else for an an answer, nobody else for their opinions, what would I do, right? And then I do it and then I learn from that. And then it becomes fun because now all of a sudden I learn to trust myself. Mm. I learned to myself, which is something that I never did before. I never trusted me, which is why every time I parted with my money, I was like, oh, God, I hope they come through for me because I didn't trust me. I didn't trust that I was what I was going to do with the information or with the opportunity. It was, well, I hope they give me the right support or don't trick me or whatever. And and unfortunately, I was just tricking myself because I didn't. I didn't trust myself. What's coming up yeah, for you?
1: That's, I'm actually happy you brought up the fact that you can do, um, let's say you can do both. You can learn from other people and then you could you know, run your own show, create your original content. I think that was a like, very good to bring up because that's exactly what I do. Uh, when I first started my affiliate marketing, I obviously I'm a beginner. I don't really know too much about the process. So I model my content based on what's working. And then over time, as I build a you know, the initial following off of that, then I get more experience and I learn more. And then I start to rely on myself and my own creativity to produce my content because I think that is, it's key. Because if you're, let's say your entire business model uh, relies on, uh, it, it functions around doing what's already working for other people. That means you are reliant on other people basically to run your business for you. Let's say if they're gone or if they tank or if they stop creating content, you're lost. Because like you said, you don't trust yourself. You don't trust your originality. You don't trust your own creativity. Now you can't do anything. So I think very good advice. Yeah, it's um, important to do both. Uh, if you need to at the start, definitely learn from other people, figure out what's working uh, and model yourself after that. But don't neglect your own creativity uh, either because that is how you're going to grow and get your name out there not just replicate somebody else.
0: Yeah. And and also like one way to 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 like when I when whenever I whenever I whenever I do something it's almost like I I I can violate myself. Um obviously other people can violate me, right? I mean, humans violate other humans all the time. But yes. like the way that the way that I behave, I, I kind of w- traumatize myself and violate myself in which is why I don't trust myself. Right. And here's an example. Like people will get started on with an Internet business. They'll buy a training program and then they yeah. won't really go through it or they won't really do anything with it. And then some they'll get back on social media because they're addicted to like the idea that there's some secret sauce. And so they then buy another training program and then spend more money. And then, yep. and, then, oh, yeah. and, then, and then all of a sudden, they don't go really go through that or implement that. So then they get back on social media or back on the internet, scrolling by another training program. Before you know it, they've got four gurus, six training programs, none of which they've really gone through, none of which they've really implemented. And and then and in, in, in they say, well, I didn't get the support, I got tricked or scammed. But really what's happening is they've violated their own boundaries and they don't trust oh, yeah. themselves, right? They oh, don't yeah. trust themselves. And and this can happen in every era of our lives. Like we violate our own boundaries and our own values. And then what happens is again it's easier to look at somebody else and blame somebody else. But really what I've done is I've violated myself and now I don't trust myself. So I'm mad. So what I need to do and I'm scared right because yeah. I I'm living inside the body of somebody that I don't trust. I don't trust my own decision making. <laughs> process and mm. so so now what i need to do in order to regain my trust is just like how do you rebuild a relationship with somebody that's been cheated that that that's that's you know been unfaithful it is possible right yeah but it takes a lot of work i gotta really lean into that relationship i gotta really show That, that I care that I'm here that, you know, I gotta, I gotta let that person know that they're safe. I'm not going to do this again. Like I'm here for the long haul. I'm so sorry. And so this, what I need to do in my business now, if that's been my, my, my pattern is I need to, here's the solution. It's really simple. If I buy a training program. What I need to do is commit to going through it and then implementing that shit. That's the best
1: solution. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it
0: just, it's, not, it's not. I'm not about to drop a stone tablet on everybody's head and part the skies and show you God as little baby Jesus or whatever. Like It's not a big burning bush moment. It's just the way that I regain my own trust is I just do what I say I'm going to do.
1: Yeah. If I if, oh, I if I
0: say, oh, I'm gonna buy this training and I'm gonna go through it, and then I don't go through it, then I've just broke my own trust. So yeah. we gotta if we say we gotta be real careful about the commitments that we make to
1: ourselves. Definitely, definitely. Oh, like Matt, that that simple thinking of thinking that there's a uh, a secret source or just some magic formula that'll make things work, that is what gets people in the shit. Of buying all multiple multiple courses, and then none of it works because they don't implement anything and then they just blame the people who who sold them the course that that simple mindset is is something that you just want to erase completely because there's no such thing as a magic formula or a secret source you can't just uh you can't just start your business do a couple things, and it's just gonna work that's never been the way it works it'll never it never will be the way things work so I think more Instead of when you buy into a training, instead of focusing on the processes that they, they teach, let's say, um, for example, in e if the course teaches you, okay, this is how you set up Facebook ads. Instead of putting all your energy into that, I put all my energy into how Facebook ads work, what the metrics mean, uh, the different aspects of marketing, whether it be your offer angle, uh, ad creative, uh, ad copy, all this other stuff. Focus on that, the fundamentals, because once you understand the fundamentals and, and what they mean, that's when you can go and um, follow the rest of the course, 100% and then test for yourself. But then once you test, now that you are fully aware of the fundamentals, you understand how they how they relate to the results that you've gotten. And now you can change based on uh, your data per se. Yeah. So- like if you don't know, if you don't know what gets, like for example, if you don't know what gets customers to click on an ad and then your ad performs shit, you don't know how to improve. And then oh. because you don't know how, how to improve, you, you suddenly think, oh, okay, I must've been taught the wrong formula, which isn't true. You just made a mistake. Everybody does that. So yeah. make sure you understand the fundamentals so that when you do make a mistake, you know exactly what caused it. And then you could refer back to it, make the change, test again, and again, and again, and again, eventually you'll make it work. If you keep identifying trouble, uh, if you keep identifying issues in your funnel or in your process or in your website, if you keep identifying them, making the change and then try, trying it again, eventually you're going to find that perfect match and it will work for you. It's just not a magic formula that you can do the first try because you're never going to get it right. The first try it's always trial and error. That's the way it's been, uh, with econ affiliate marketing, anything, man anything uh, in life ever anything yeah
0: well and what you do, the the process that you just laid out there so eloquently and simply is the formula to learning to trust yourself so when you go into something you know that no matter what you do you can be successful and exactly and honestly right. here's a dirty little secret i'm going to just drop on everybody's head is that is that business model is really important But the Mm truth of the matter is, is when you develop this mindset and you develop this follow through and you develop this trust within yourself, you actually can be successful with any model that you try online. You actually can be because because you now have the follow through and you now have the ability to, you know, to to regroup and get back up once you get knocked down and that you will follow through. But you know uh, until you until you really learn to trust yourself and you stop, you know, violating your own commitments that you make to yourself, uh, yeah. it's 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 it doesn't really matter what you do. Even affiliate marketing, which I think is the the easiest, simplest business model that that exists out there because there's, you know, you're not for all the reasons that we always talk about. Yeah. But, I mean, that it's the easiest model it doesn't mean that it's easy. It means that that if you start, if you buy one of our programs and you go through it, or you go through a couple of videos and then you don't do anything, the in that you're 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 kind of re-traumatizing yourself, re-violating your own trust, and you're it's almost like it's almost like doing more harm to yourself than not even trying at all. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Like which yeah. is, which sucks to say that you know what i mean yeah but it's the fucking truth and can i it is can i just tell the fucking truth today and not just be with all this bullshit about you know look because look the fact is that some that 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 many people are just not they're just they're just not going to even They they'll even listen to this what we're talking about today and and they'll be like, you know what? And I I don't know what it is, whether it's laziness, whether it's just whether it's just um, lack of self-esteem, whether it's um, whether it's just how we were raised or whatever. But some people are either incapable or unwilling, you know. And so yeah. I think also like there's this level, there's this there's this self-honesty that we have to say, which is what are my limits, man? Like what yeah. are my limits? Like if my, if I know my, if I know I get overwhelmed easy, like if I know I get anxious and overwhelmed easy, I need to set more realistic expectations. doesn't mean I still can't build a business, but, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it an hour a day and that's it. And I'm going to, I'm going to give myself longer to succeed, but yeah. if you know, you get overwhelmed easy and you can only do an hour a day. Don't try to, don't, don't get mad when you ain't a millionaire in a week right? Exactly
1: right. Yeah. Now, if you're going to oh. work
0: your ass off every day, like if you're going to do 18 hours a day and you're going to, and you're going to grind and you're going to follow through and you're determined not to violate your own trust and your commitment to follow through, then you can have a bigger expectation. You can be like, okay, I want to get to 10,000 a month after 90 days or six months or whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah. we got to match the expectation that we have with the output of 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 the realistic energy that we are. Oh, put in yes, with, man. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, dude, there's all these people that they they put in less and expect more. I don't know where they got that sort of expectation, but it's just not the way it works. And I'm I'm glad you brought up that uh, you you preach that affiliate marketing is the easiest sort of business to get into, but that doesn't mean it's easy. If you start affiliate marketing put in no work, you're still going to get nowhere. And, zero um, still equals zero. Exactly right. Yeah. And I think someone someone in the comments, his name's Brad, uh, he, he said something and it just stood out to me. He said, winners aren't the ones that get knocked down the least. It's the people that get back up the most. That is 100% true. And I think that is something that you need to know when you're starting something like this. Because, um, yeah, man, you need to be able to develop and and to build a trust within yourself and your ability to overcome problems. You need to uh, be able to rely on that instead of rely on a proven formula because there's no such thing like it may have worked for other people. Yes, but it's not just the formula that worked for them. It's also their, their, their mindset and their work ethic. That's what, that's what they leveraged in order to make the formula work. It wasn't the formula. It was them. And that's something you need to build up yourself and then you find a formula that works for you that's how it works man you can't just expect to just put in the easy work and then and then make hundreds of millions of dollars it just it doesn't work that way man um, yeah. so i'm glad this is like the topic of our talk because it's something that i preach really hard yeah you know? well you yeah. can
0: share this with your your audience uh, of course and and I, I think everybody in your audience needs to needs to see this for sure and then um, we're, gonna, we're gonna blast this out uh, because there's been just uh, uh, some really powerful mindset um s- strategies and, and approaches here that have been summed up in this last hour that, oh yeah that, that 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 like it's like a, this is like a 101 class but unfortunately like most people are not ready to hear all this like on day one so it's kind of better that if you guys have been around for a little while and you're hearing this probably more open to this now because when you first buy and you're like first getting started like you know it's it's kind of like it's kind of like um it's kind of like why they don't give like master's level or PhD level stuff on day one of k- university. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Right. right. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, it's it's almost good for you to kind of get up and get in and have ignorance on fire for a little while and kind of, yeah. you know, run into a couple of brick walls and make some mistakes and then be like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. Yeah. Another you prerequisite. Hit, you, you hit prerequisite. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Dude. Uh, I, I got a jet. This has been incredible. Oh good man. And yeah. I'm, I'm totally I'm totally excited to have you back on for a part 2 in the future if you'd be willing, okay? I am.
1: Um, yeah, I'd for sure be willing for that, man. Sweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, people sure. have
0: been blowing up the comments and I know. Um, I appreciate that. That's it's cool. You know, it's great. I mean, it, people are 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 impressed by you and I'm excited to see where things go for you in the future and and uh you know it's it's an exciting journey man when you implement the stuff that we talked about today so
1: dude thanks so much uh we'll talk to you soon
0: be well get some rest uh tonight all right (laughs) yeah thank you and i'll talk to you soon ryan
1: yeah chat soon man thank you so much all right
0: all right my friends uh wow that was that was just there was tons of just bombs nuggets gold bars in there um so yeah, go and give Ryan a follow. His his TikTok uh, handle is there. This is a guy who you you certainly would benefit to have in your network. I mean, as I as I say uh, with everybody who's on the show, um, have a great have a great day, guys. As you know that, and and I say a lot as well. Th- this is on Apple and Spotify. So if you want to re listen to this episode, you can. We'll try to have it uploaded by the end of the day. And uh, guys, have a fantastic, excellent, legendary day. Peace.